Welcome to the first episode of IT Groove around the yet non-existent water cooler. Watch for that in uh, in future episodes. We have a 10 minutes, I think it's nine minutes and 48 seconds? 44 seconds. 44 second timer, because stuff you buy from Amazon isn't always perfectly accurate. I wonder if I need to actually check exactly how long it takes. So. Well, probably you can see from the video, so let's find out. That's cool. I'll flip it over. We're going to talk about a SharePoint topic for nine minutes and 44 seconds. So all throughout the topics, but here at IT Group, we do a lot of SharePoint work, both SharePoint on-premise and SharePoint and Office 365. And probably other than the very early days of SharePoint 2007 and 2010, probably seen the most change in SharePoint in the last six months that we've ever seen. So I wanted to sit down and talk about what some of that change is and sort of how it's affected the work that we do and the work of our clients. I start off with some introductions. I don't have any fancy introductory slides, but uh, my name is Alec McCauley. I'm the managing consultant here at IT Group and have been doing SharePoint since SharePoint 2010. Uh, Sean Walbridge, I founded IT Group, I guess is the word, uh, president, and um, yeah, I've been doing SharePoint for a while. For a while. Since day one, did you find it on the Office XP CD or something? Yeah, that's Todd Clem's story though, so I can't steal that. But I had the same experience. Sorry, Todd. I'm sure you're watching. Um, so yeah, so I guess just starting off, a lot of the the biggest wave of change we've seen in SharePoint goes back to the May fourth SharePoint event that Microsoft did in 2016, mm -hmm. and they sort of laid out the future of the product. And I know for me, one of the biggest things I noticed at that point was it. For a long time, it seemed like Microsoft was trying to hide the, the S word, but they weren't saying SharePoint. If you looked at 365, it was sites, you know, sites that I'm part of and all this stuff. They never said the word SharePoint. And then at that May 4th event, got a taste of it really coming back with full on SharePoint and going back in, in into the task switcher and really bringing that word back into the. For sure. It's not called sites anymore in the task switcher. It's actually got the word SharePoint. I think Jeff Tepper probably took care of that coming back to the team because he really was the guy that built the roadmap for SharePoint right from the beginning. And it's good to have him back because I think the passion's back there. Yeah, um, that's a good way to put it. The passion's definitely back. Yeah, it? yeah. I think uh, the developer story has changed a lot. Um, the way we approach it has changed a lot. The way we approach it as a business has changed totally. I mean, how many farms have we built in SharePoint in this you year? We build once every couple, one every couple of weeks, and it's yep. gone to. Now it's I think every month. two in the last 10 months. So yeah. it's all about pretty much signing up, starting up day one and or cleaning up after someone who found it in the task switcher and busted it up right from the beginning and cleaning it up and getting people on track. But uh, yeah, it's, it's rapid now and it's more about what we can leverage and what, what's left. I mean, they've still well, a bunch of stuff out. And, so. and stuff that, right, like, that should never have really been in SharePoint, I think. I mean, mm -hmm. I think for so long, SharePoint was being used as line of business systems and this and that, because companies had it and could stand up relatively few servers and then do incredible things with it. And it was the Swiss army knife of, of tools. And, you know, I think we're doing less and less in SharePoint. And as a SharePoint dev, it's almost heartbreaking in some ways to see it all to see it all go, but it's 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 definitely the right choice. It's SharePoint hedgehogging back on itself and kind of protecting its core of what it was really built to do, which is manage documents, be a collaboration tool and be a content management system, not not your accounting package and your this and your that. Yeah. Well and, and 
what's probably the biggest part of that is mobile, right? I mean, there actually is a mobile SharePoint app, but it's it's focused on lists and libraries. Okay. And uh, even though libraries access in the files, you're, you're actually moving to a different app to handle that. So yeah. let the right app do the right job. We call it the right hammer. Yeah. I'll be gonna keep using the word hammer, but it seems to be working. In a toolkit, you really have one hammer, not nine hammers. So it's like, what tools in the toolkit? But then we're back to the Swiss Army knife. So we need to well, find a I mean, it's not the Swiss Army knife. It's different tools, and that's really what it is, right? It's you know, mm -hmm. you have the real tools that you need instead of trying to, you know, put together the swing set with the little screwdriver on the end of your Swiss Army knife. You have an actual proper <coughs> bit driver you can turn it in with. I think for me, the biggest change that I've I've seen in the last little while is. One thing that we used to love about SharePoint was that it was the the product that you could take as far as possible out of the box and just get Devi with when you have to throw in little bits of code here and there in the next place. And and for the first time in a long time, SharePoint Dev has really got some true love with the SharePoint framework and the potential that it that it offers. But it's changed the roadmap in that from a very early on in the architecture point of view, you have to decide whether you're going custom and you're going Dev or you're staying 100% out, out of the box, and there's not this ability to, in the modern document libraries and the, and the modern list, as an example, you know, have a list view and then just throw on a little bit of JavaScript to do a bit of conditional formatting. We just want to make, you know, anytime the value of the list item is greater than 100, we want to make it green. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that in the modern list views, but Microsoft has given us this wealth of tooling where we can build the exact same list view they have with the SharePoint framework and the Office Core and Office UI CSS and JavaScript li libraries and build the same view they have and then add our custom piece on top of it. But it's really two different roads and it's sort of almost in a heartbeat taken away the SharePoint power user group that we used to talk about. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. SharePoint designer's gone and everything like it is gone. Yeah. You know, I think uh, the, the, the new UI, uh, that came really in, uh, trying to compete with Dropbox because SharePoint was too much metadata, too much taxonomy, too much, too many buzzwords that I'm even just using in that sentence, yeah. too confusing for users. And really what they, they wanted was access to their files anywhere, anytime. Um, they really just wanted folders um, and they wanted to, to share them easily. Dropbox came along and did that. And that was working well for people for a while, but Dropbox it does like, very little in the grand scheme things beyond that. Yeah. And the security is obscurity, not true security. And, um, and, and, you know, really what people find out is they love free until they have to pay for it. Like I, I think we've done eight or 10 migrations from Dropbox back to SharePoint recently, just because all of a sudden when you start getting a bill, you start looking at what the value of what that tool provides. And Dropbox is, was providing value for one thing, right? And I want a single, well, it's kind of called single same sign-on experience for yeah. logging into all of my tools and if OneDrive for Business and the look and feel of it can match what uh, Dropbox gives me and give me my email and everything else, why wouldn't I do that? And I think that's yeah. the realization people are coming to. SharePoint's hot again for the right reasons, not for every yeah. reason. So. Well, I think too that the it's hard for us to let go of, you know, we used to build SharePoint intranets and team sites that we never were the company that made them not look like SharePoint. Like we always wanted it to still be SharePoint. We make them look hot and add all kinds of functionality to them and really make it feel like your company's experience. And 
you can do less and less of that. Like on the intranet side, we can still build publishing sites that have that look and feel. Team sites, you know, we do it the right way. We apply UX the right way, not using master pages, but we can still add look and feel. But in the modern document libraries, the modern list views, the, the groups experience, the modern SharePoint pages, we can't add UX and UI the way we'd want to. And it's been hard to let go of that. But, you know, I just did a, a demo for a company on lunch today and the conversation really was of that whole demo, I think we spent 30 seconds in SharePoint itself because I was showing them how you can add a file into your OneDrive, copy it to SharePoint library, go into Outlook, attach it to an email as one of those non-attachments that just attaches a link from SharePoint, send it to somebody, they open it, they work on that document, pull it up on your phone in the mobile app, in the Word app, work on that file. We, SharePoint's becoming the, the storage, but we spend less and less time there and that the UX and the navigation matters less and less mm -hmm. in some ways. Yep, and I'm just watching the timer because I know we want to figure out how long it actually takes. I don't know if clicking it twice actually hurts it, but I think that's the scientific portion of this episode is the, how much, how long do we have next time? We are running out of time though. We are, it's the hourglass is empty. We're probably going to spend 70 seconds talking about how much time we have left. Uh, are you excited about SharePoint one four? Well, for sure. Yeah. I'm excited that it's back to what SharePoint was meant to be. Yeah, it's back. And, you know, we just talked to a customer out of using SharePoint for a public facing website. And that's not always the discussion we have with people, but, you know, sometimes it's it's not the right fit. And uh, uh, I think it's about using the right tool in the toolkit. See how I brought that back? That metaphor back. Right? Well, and I think it's about the other tools that surround it. And we used to talk about, I'm going to use up the last little time I'll talk about. Um, makes it interesting. Makes it interesting. We used to talk about RMR, which was when we did a migration from on-premise to cloud, it was retire, migrate, rebuild. So it's the content stay behind, can it come across as is, or do we rebuild it? I've started talking about RMRR, which is retire, migrate, rebuild, or, or replace. And the replace is, you know, as a better tool to do in 365 what you were doing. Maybe it's planner, maybe it's something in groups, maybe it's this or that, but SharePoint's not the be all and end all. I would have used the word reimagine instead of replace. Oh, well, we can, That's a we better can start word. using reimagine. Yeah. Okay. That's our time. I think we're good. Later.